Wrap-Up with your host, Victor Beltran. Welcome, everyone. It's the Weekly Wrap-Up with me, Victor Beltran. Um, I'm joined again today by Richard Banks. Richard, thanks for coming on again. Oh, back, anytime. Back-to-back back episodes. Back-to-back. <laughs> so we're, we're going to go ahead and kick things off with the big fight. Um, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Um, what are your thoughts, Richard? Well, um, I believe in the last podcast I was adamant that Deontay Wilder would find him with that right hand, and uh, boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. What do you think about the whole uh, excuse that what he was wearing uh, was the reason why his legs went out and he was out by like the second round uh, in terms of his legs? Okay, the only way I can buy that is if he was warming up with it, which would be the stupidest thing that anyone has ever done. But I don't think he was. So, I, they, you know, going across the internet, this is Joe Rogan clip of him saying that he works out with 45-pound vests all the time. So, nah, you got to throw that one in the trash. He shouldn't have said that. You think he was just trying to make an excuse for the embarrassment? Of course. I mean, this is a guy who's never even tasted the canvas, and he got drubbed. And this has got to be hard to deal with. You think you're invincible and you're not. Yeah, no, I uh, I really liked uh, Fury's game plan. You know, he said that um, the last fight uh, in the 12th round after he got back up and he really pressed him, you know, Deontay really showed some, uh, you know, some, some, you know, he's not, he hasn't, people don't realize that his, his boxing isn't that sharp. <laughs> and because he's just this knockout artist, he can just rely on his power. So when he was fighting him in the 12th round, he said that, you know, he he was backing up and was, you know, stumbling over his feet and showing a lot of vulnerability. He can't fight off the back foot. Exactly. And and you saw the game plan that Fury instilled. It was just attack, attack, attack. And Deontay had never really uh, had somebody really press him like that. And it was an excellent strategy. Ortiz did a little. Right. No, Ortiz. It worked. It worked. It worked until it didn't. (laughs) (laughs) But that was a fresher Wilder, you know. Right. And I also think that um, Fury's better than Ortiz. Of course. I think Fury's a better. He's the best in the world. He's the best in the world. I agree. So do you think he would win if he fought Anthony Joshua? I think Joshua's winning that fight. (laughs) So how is he the best in the world? Uh, Because I think that Joshua has... The athleticism, the smarts, and the power to this is the thing. You're not gonna put him on the back foot like that. You're not gonna do that on Anthony Joshua. You're gonna he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna throw something back at you. You can't play around with that guy. He's he's dangerous and he's quick. Well, you have the immediate rematch clause that has been exercised by the Wilder camp. So mm-hmm. we're gonna see part three. Okay. What's gonna happen in part three? <laughs> okay. Call me crazy. I feel that a guy like Wilder needed this loss to reach his full potential. Everyone knows that if he it's just he's just a couple he's just a couple adjustments away from being the best in the world. And and with that I okay, I agree with you. He can he can get better. Of course, he he, he there's a lot of room for improvement, age, but though. but the, the if they do fight, well, they're going to fight again with the claws. That's supposed to be scheduled for the summertime. Okay. He's not going to be that much sharper from now to the summertime to the point where I mean, you saw the match. He he got, he got he really got all boxed. Like it was night and day in the difference between these two guys' boxing abilities. And if you look at what Fury, people were like, oh, well, Fury picked up these extra weight. That's going to be bad for him. Mm. Not really. No. The footwork was still there, and he had more, you know, a little more uh, 
punch, a little, a little extra on that punch, and he was able to deliver the the multiple knockdowns. And you're forgetting that he, I, Kenny Bayless, the referee, is <laughs> the worst ref in the world. He, when I saw that he was the ref of this fight, I got a little scared because this is a guy that Floyd loves so much because he lets guys hold and then it'll go stop and you know and it'll and then he'll kind of let you hold, hold, hold. For oh a yeah, while. no, he allowed a lot of that little like dirty boxing. Uh, that's a lot. And then Tyson Fury was hitting him in the back of the head a lot. He should have had more points deducted. He, now I'm not saying that he would have won that fight anyway, but the way that he was allowed to lean on him, I mean Deontay Wilder. I mean you're gonna sap that guy's energy. He's way smaller. He's not as strong. If you lean on him and you punch him in the back of the head and you're doing, I remember as we were watching this fight. You know, we watched it together live, you know, with some friends. And I was saying he should punch him right in the boat. <laughs> right, in the, right in the nether regions because yeah. that's what I would do if the ref wasn't giving me any respect. I'm not a professional boxer, but, you know, I've been in, you know, combat sports. If the ref's not giving me respect, I'm going to take it. And Wilder just, I think he quit. Not quit. He's not a quitter, but I think he... Well, he didn't quit the corner through the towel. Yeah, well, turns out that it wasn't his main guys. It was Mark Breland, who was a gold medalist and a real fighter. So, And he should have thrown in a towel. I saw in later videos. I didn't agree at the time, but later videos showed that he was not. He was he, he was, was taking a lot of punishment. He took a lot of punishment. And, you know, these are heavyweights dropping bombs. So, uh, yeah, no, I think uh, I didn't have a problem. I mean, I think at first I might have had an issue with the stoppage because I didn't really see the damage that he was really taking. Yes. but. On closer review, um, I agree with the stoppage. Um, mm -hmm. I think in part three, it will end like part two. Not not as one-sided. I think you'll see Wilder um, with, with the little improvements and, and definitely not uh, get dropped. And and just really, he'll have, he'll have an answer for that aggressiveness that if Tyson tries to do it to him again, I think he'll have a little bit of a solution for it. But at the end of the day, uh, Tyson Fury is just a better boxer. He's been back boxing for a while now. Yeah. You, if you really listen to the interviews, he's focused. He's got a new, you know, look at outlook on life. Totally on top of his game. And yeah, exactly. He's just, you know, he's 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 what you want in in terms of of, of having focus, and you know, he's very religious now. So he's he's just got that discipline that really is the difference between good and great, and. I think Wilder is is now going to have to really um, step up the boxing and not rely on that right hand. He should get his butt on a plane to Oakland and go to uh, Virgil Hunter and be like, please, God, please, Virgil, <laughs> please get Andre in here. Help us out. Come on. I mean, it's that kind of thing. You know, he needs a real, real, real trainer. He's been with the same guys his whole career. That's nice. But you obviously this is not working. It's not going to get you. To the upper 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 echelon, you're almost there, man. But yeah, sometimes it is good to switch things up. You know, get a different trainer. I mean, that's what Tyson did. He got a different trainer, and you saw the results. He went to the best gym in America. He went and shook oh, Cronk Gym. I've always been falling in love with that gym and their fighters. And Sugar Hill Stewart is a continuation of Emmanuel. It's beautiful to watch. Yeah, great decision there by Tyson Fury. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to the NBA. Um, the first topic will be Mr. Zion Williamson. Who? Um, <laughs> I talked about this guy a couple podcasts back, and he's just been continue. He continues to amaze, continues to amaze in just the maturity, um, how he handles the big moments. 
Um, he has an incredible uh, percentage of his points are inside the paint. Um, <laughs> Who's going to stop that guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's you know we know he reminds me of like a like a Sean Kemp. Yeah. I think I think that's like the best because remember Sean Sean had a little jumper and he yeah. would throw down on anybody and he was he was a big guy. But he wasn't as big. A bully like He this wasn't guy. as big, but he was a he was a big guy that would come down the lane and he would oh, he could jump out the gym. He could jump out the gym, but the but design is the strongest guy on the court and he's the highest jumper on the court. <laughs> No, it is impressive how uh, it is the biggest guy. how high he jumps, how quick he moves. Um, he he's he's you know he's special, but um, he runs like a fat kid. It scares me. Oh yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> but that you know he's always moved like that. It, it's, it's an interesting way of the way he moves, but it, um, you know, if it, I guess if that's how it works, he's been doing. It. I've always watched him move at the even since when he was in Duke. So yeah, it, it is an interesting. <laughs> Little 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 jog that he has there. I uh, you know there was this interesting study a while back that showed when LeBron and Wade were playing together that LeBron had actually the most the best running style in the NBA or one of them for you know uh, efficiency and not getting hurt and the worst was Dwayne Wade <laughs> and you can see throughout the careers LeBron is a machine no never gets hurt really Dwayne always was getting hurt. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I played ball for a long time, and I think you have to look at how different styles of moving down the court. Like, you, there's really no reason when you should be ever at full sprint. Like, you always move in a certain way to try to conserve energy. Um, Unless you're doing that LeBron chase down block or something. <laughs> right. Yeah, those are uh, different circles. Those are, you know, exceptions. But for the most part, when you're going up and down the court, except it's like if it's a fast break, then you really turn on the afterburners but i do feel like a lot of people uh, use too much energy you know that's unneeded you really have to um use your energy wisely yeah um and then unless you're russell westbrook then you do you buddy <laughs> russell westbrook is a different animal he's the greatest athlete i've ever seen in person yes I, his, I, oh. he's a, yeah he's definitely the best athlete maybe the nba has ever seen um, what he's able to do for his size, his hustle—he—he's he, he, just—it's incredible. I mean, the way he moves in the beginning of the first quarter to the way he's moving in you know, in double overtime—it's it's the same speed. Old. It's the same speed. Uh, yeah, no, definitely amazing. Let me ask you this: so yeah. right now, um, who do you have uh, in the MVP race, and who do you have in the lead? Giannis, of course, it's Giannis, but I probably have LeBron second, and you know Luca. I wish Luca hadn't gotten hurt because he was right there, but it would have to be uh, Giannis with a bullet, and then LeBron, and then Siakam. No, Pascal has been amazing, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you do have to give it to Giannis in a landslide just yeah. due to the success of the team. And his numbers are ridiculous as well. So Yeah, he's performing uh at you know, just in a, at an at an elite level. Um and LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, I mean, you could argue, make the argument he's MVP every year except for last year when he was hurt. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that the Lakers are are, you know, the turnaround from the year before definitely uh, deserves a consideration. I mean, Anthony Davis came 
to the team too. So yeah, yeah, that <laughs> definitely like, took a lot of pressure off of him. <laughs> and he's and you know Anthony Davis is a top five player too, so that yeah. that helps. If you had to pick two teams um, coming out of the conference to make it to the NBA Finals, what would those top two be? I mean, obviously the Lakers and the, the West. I think that's actually more obvious than the East. <sighs> Lakers I, are who coming out the West. Lakers and I'm gonna go ahead and say Toronto does it again. No, I'm saying like if oh. you had to pick two teams oh, in the West, Lakers and um, I don't believe in the Clippers. I, I I believe in Kawhi Leonard, but I don't believe in the Clippers. So I'm thinking it's gonna be Lakers, probably Utah. Or, or I'm sorry, Denver. 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 Okay. And, uh, and at the East, you got Toronto and oh, Toronto and uh, the Bucks. Your top two. Yeah, okay. I mean, it looks like a, I mean, unless Miami, oh, Boston and. I forget about Boston. If Tatum is Tatum, Boston could. Boston is my favorite, actually. If Tatum stays, this guy. So when I, you know, when I look at it, um, I got the Lakers out in the West, but my other team um, is still going to be the Clippers. I'll, I'll tell you why. You still really haven't seen the whole Clipper team together enough because but, of injuries, and I think you're going to get to see that. For like, they should all be together by the end of this month. And then you'll have them together for a whole month right before the playoffs. So I think that's going to be, Doc Rivers is a great coach. Um, you have guys like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George who are who are really, you know, difference makers. And, you know, Lou Williams, Pat Beverly. Um, and then with the addition of Morris, um, I think they picked up somebody else. Um, uh, Reggie Jackson. Rich, Reggie. Wow, a bunch of uh, you know. Uh, so this I, is why I, I don't like the Clippers. And so <laughs> I, I think the the talent that they got it takes time. It you know, remember Miami took time, but once they got it going, and and this is a, this is not a team full of guys that are like feed me the ball. These are guys that are that are role players. That are guys that can come off the bench and score. Marcus so, Morris and Reggie Jackson are definitely Phoebe the ball guy. <laughs> well, no, no, but what I'm what I'm saying is is that they're not gonna they're not like top two guys on the offense where they have to take all these shots. They they're, think they are though, right? But I mean, those guys are going to be coming off the bench. Yeah. So it's not it's it's nice to have guys like that. Well, like, no, well, Mer I think Morris is going to start and like, or he'll be playing at crunch time because they're going to need his shooting. He's going, yeah, his yeah. shooting is good. Um. So yeah, I think I think they're gonna get it together, and I think they're gonna give the Lake. I, I still believe it's gonna be an all A West, an all L A Western Conference Finals, and I believe uh, the Clippers take it in seven games. The uh, passing of the torch it, to me has already happened. Kawhi Leonard is the best player in basketball. Mm. Um, when you're able, I know I get it. He was going up against a compromised Golden State Warriors team. Oh, no, I get that, that but. If you saw what he did in the East, which, okay, well, the East isn't as strong as the West, but it is what it is. Yeah. It, he, he, the first person to hit a, a at the buzzer game seven, game winning shot, and then you go to the NBA Finals and you continue to show the world what you can do. Yeah. I mean, this man was doing it in San Antonio. Um, so he's here. His game is incredible. And yeah. And, and and he will be the reason why they win because he's going to be – it's going to be LeBron versus Kawhi. 
that's what it's gonna be. It well, it's gonna be LeBron and Anthony Davis versus Kawhi and Paul George. Right, but and when I, but Paul what, George is not a guy I want to ride with me in the postseason. What I'm, I'm talking about is the head-to-head matchup. Yeah, and they're gonna guard each other. Kawhi is gonna guard LeBron, and LeBron's gonna guard Kawhi. LeBron may not guard Kawhi actually, but the, the Kawhi's gonna guard LeBron <laughs> for sure. But uh, it's gonna be. I'm telling you, LeBron's it, playing point guard right now. That's I, his, his job's different. It's, I mean, it's far away from now, but I'm telling you, and he's still better. Who I, LeBron? He's he's, he's still better. Have you watched him? He's yes, still he's better. he's amazing because the only thing that LeBron James is better than Kawhi Leonard in is passing. That's it. Um, I disagree wholeheartedly. He, he, he he's get, not he, a better shooter. Look well, at the numbers. I mean, actually, yeah, he is. I mean, <laughs> what's but, his free throw percentage? Okay, no, okay. Oh, <laughs> I mean, you can't. But, but who well, gets to the line more? Every, uh, let me tell you something. One one easy measurement of just to know anyone that's a shooter who shoots free throws are like the easiest thing. And oh. if you, I, have you ever heard of a great shooter that can't shoot Are free we, throws? We're talking about shooter as in the shooting. I'm talking about shooting percentage. Well, like I'm, LeBron I'm just, James is a better shooter by percentage than most people in NBA history, like especially at the wing position. You're talking about a guy whose shots mainly are in the paint. Who, LeBron? Yeah. No, LeBron shoots threes all the time. Right. Well, like, he's not as good a three-point shooter as Kawhi. Kawhi but it's not that it's not that distant of a gap. And, and LeBron and, is still a LeBron's still a better athlete. Still a better athlete, and he's still he still runs he's still faster, he's still control he's still a ball better ball handler facilitator he still can get you he get to the line easier than Kawhi can he's he's LeBron James he's, I know he's still exactly better. who he is <laughs> he's still better I've seen this man's yeah. whole career, but and, it just comes a point in time where you just go this guy this guy just he he you know and and it's just like when when uh. Magic and Larry looked at each other and they were like, yep, it's Mike time. It's Mike. Like, Mike is here and this is his time. There is going to be a point in time when LeBron's time is over. Of course, but I don't and think And I believe that time him. is now and I believe Kawhi is here and we will see in the Western Conference Finals. And when you see him beat him, you're going to go, okay. This will all be moot if <laughs> if uh, the Rockets somehow, you know. Stop it! I know you don't believe in small ball. Oh, I do. I hundred percent believe. Oh in small my ball. goodness! I, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a D'Antoni advocate. I was I was like I told everybody when he got hired, this is the best thing that will happen to this team. And D'Antoni should have done this years ago. Go all small and just run them off the court. It might not work, but it can also work tremendously. It's. So what if they don't get past the second round? They're getting past the second round. Westbrook is. I'm not asking you. So if they don't, then it's a failure. Well, yeah, it's over. Okay, it's all over. Okay. We'll, we'll 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 see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> it's all over. Yeah. All right. Um, that's enough NBA talk for now. Let's move on to the NFL, and let's talk about the NFL Combine. What what has impressed you so far out of the NFL Combine? Uh, I haven't I haven't seen that much, but the two guys that stood out were. That gigantic dude who was like 380 pounds and ran a 5-1 kind of scared me a little. Saw that at work. Yeah, was that that was a nice run by uh, by that lineman. Big, 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 big boy. Big offense. Six, to be, seven, three, seven. To be able to move that fast is very impressive. And, of course, Jalen Hurts, who looked like the best athlete at quarterback by far in the draft. And, he, and I think that with today's NFL, Jalen Hurts might have played himself into the second round there. 
he had the best number. He had the best broad jump. I think he had the best. Uh, he had ran a four four three. I'm not sure, but he ran sub four five, which is ridiculous for a quarterback. I was very impressed with uh, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's the best athlete in the draft. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I I I'm like, man, how did the 49ers get this guy? Is that even possible? It's not possible. It's not possible. Where did, where's I mean, th- I mean this guy is is uh is going to be a complete superstar, superstar. We thought that about Clowney though. I mean Clowney Clowney is a is an all pro player. Yeah, but Clowney it took a while. It took a while. Running a, a four six. Right, yeah, but like, but this guy. Clowney wasn't, yeah, Clowney, but Clowney wasn't, Clowney was a guy that you were like, okay, this guy's going to be an incredible pass rusher. This guy is a do-it-all. Yeah. This guy is a guy that can rush the quarterback and can cover a tight end and can cover a receiver and can play safety. You can drop him back in the safety. He's just as fast as this guy. And he can play line. But what do you want him to do? I'll do it. What do you, like, I mean, I think this guy, uh. Like you said, the, he's he's the best athlete. He's going to easily be a top five pick. Um, whoever gets him, I mean, it's going to be a great pick. He was a, I think he was a, sta- I think he was like a state champion long jumper. Right? No, he. Yeah. What, what did he run a four three nine? Didn't he run a four three nine? I'm not sure, but that just kind of that's 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 that that's scary. What do you think? Two hundred forty pounds. Um. No, I don't think he's two forty. Maybe two thirty. Um, but yeah, he ran a four three nine. Um, I I mean, at a guy that size, uh, thirty nine inch vertical, eleven wow. eleven foot broad jump. Yeah, that's 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 unbelievable numbers. And I'm I'm always a, a big fan of, of versatile guys, guys that can do it all, and yeah, I'm I, that to me that's what stood out the most. Um, I mean, I think we're pretty much pretty much know how the quarterback situation is going to go. You know, you got. I don't know. You don't. You don't think uh, Burrow's going to go to Cincinnati? I think he's trying. I think he's trying to Eli his way out of it. Uh, from what I've, I mean, there hasn't been too much talk of him saying, you know what, I'm not going to go there. So I don't he, see he what can't because he's from Ohio. No, but, yeah, he's going to play in Cincinnati. That's what's going to happen. Oh, I. It, you would think he'd be more stoked, you know, but like he's from, he ain't from that part of Ohio. It's a different, Ohio's one of those states where it's like, there's kind of like the Cincinnati, which is basically like Kentucky, <laughs> like that part of Ohio. And then there's like the more Midwestern Ohio. And he's one of those guys. Um, I'm not saying that he doesn't, I think he'll do it. I mean, I'm not really that big on Burrow, to be honest. I was a Tua advocate. I'm still a Tua acolyte, you know. I was actually just about to ask you about that. So you, you're you're a fan of Tua. I think I, when I saw Tua, I thought this is a. I think he's the guy. Like obviously Patrick Mahomes is the guy, but I think Tua has that kind of not 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 that potential, but damn close. Like Russell Wilson type MVP potential. But he's a, he's a little bit bigger than Russell, right? A, a taller, yeah, a little, a little bit taller. taller. Uh, about the same size though. Uh, Russell's a better athlete, but. But Tua can scramble, and Tua's got a bigger arm. Yeah, no, I, I'm a and lefty. I'm a, I'm a I'm a believer in Tua. I think Tua has that has that that it factor. I think he he can come into the league and really help out a team out, you know, immediately. 
Where do you think he's going to go? Miami be crazy not to draft him. Miami be crazy not to draft him. Miami has which pick? Second or third pick. Um, yeah, I think they have uh, third pick. Because second pick is going to be Simmons. <laughs> and where is that? Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Second pick is going to be Chase Young. Uh, and, and I'm not sure who's... I forgot who it was, but it's going to be Chase Young. Because Chase Young is even... They're going to take Chase Young. So you got Cincinnati at number one. They're going to take Burrow. You got oh. Washington at number two. Chase Young. <laughs> Chase Young. Detroit at number three. There goes your Isaiah Timmons pick. Giants, I don't know. Giants where. at four. Miami at five. So there's two right there. Two to Miami? Yeah, you got to take that risk. Currently, who do they got over there? Oh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> like it's magic at the, Josh Rosen on the bench that's not working out so yeah they if any team needs a quarterback besides Cincy it's Miami I could see that yeah I think that'd be a it's a, perfect they got they got Parker over there right yeah yeah that'd be a, something nice yeah yeah I think I think that's good we're gonna have Burrow to Cincinnati um, who do we have going to Washington? Simmons? Oh no, Chase Young. Chase Young. He's not. He that Simmons, pass rusher is not Simmons going. to Detroit. Even though I heard they they were trying to move from move on from Stafford in Detroit. Boy. And go. What if Detroit went with Tua? They're not going to draft that guy. They're going to draft that Justin Herbert guy, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then ruin their and ruin their whole. They're going to do what the Giants did. Yeah, I think you got the. Uh, What's what's his name? Love from uh, Utah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's generating a lot of buzz. You, al- you always get these guys out of nowhere um, that start generating buzz at the combine. So watch Jalen Hurts get some love, even though he's not that gr- much of a quarterback. But right, what? right. Yeah, you don't. You never know. I mean, I think when you look at the success of Lamar Jackson, um, what he was able to do. It really, it really opens up the door for these other quarterbacks that are, really, you know, mainly running quarterbacks. But he's by far the best athlete on the field, though. When he gets on the field, you you can't, you have to design an offense around that skill set because it's so unique. No, I agree, yeah. I agree. But I think I'm just saying that the success that Lamar Jackson had kind of can serve as a blueprint for future I, for future quarterbacks. I would say Russell Wilson. Was the was the blueprint Russell? But Russell is is more of a pocket now. Yeah, he's always been. Well, he ran a lot. He, he I mean, he's run, he's had seasons where he's run more. Yeah. But Russell's always been pass first. Always pass first. He'll scramble and make plays. He'll run because he's an athlete and he can, like last last like like last option type deal. But I think Russell is always looking to kill you from from uh, with his arm. He's so great. Now let's talk about another uh, topic, Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo locks in was it seventeen million a se- uh, uh, a season? Yep, light uh, work. <laughs> I heard uh, I think it was first take. They were saying that Tony Romo makes more talking about what Dak that t- Tony Romo makes more talking about what Dak Prescott does for a living than what Dak, Dak Prescott does doing it. Like that's insane. It is. I mean, Tony Romo makes more money than a lot of players. Period. Oh yeah, easily. He, he's making you quarterback know, okay. money right now. Yeah, well, I mean, backup not, quarterback money, but not 
Start starting or quarterback. Like, yeah, rookies last Right, year. right. But that is I was like seventeen? That's insane. Um what do you think about that? Is, is Tony worth seventeen? No, nobody's worth seventeen million dollars <laughs> to talk in a booth. People most a lot of people watch the games on mute. <laughs> so no, it's not worth it. It won't affect ratings at all. So why do they do it? Because <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> you don't you know loss leaders. People do that all the time. You know, it's to say that we got the guy. You know, we got the guy. We got the pride and joy. We got Tony Romo, the best color guy in the game. It it, it does matter I, to a point, but like they show that it really. You know, they've shown that like announcers and color guys don't drive ratings at all. People are gonna watch football. No, you're you're completely right. I mean, unless I mean, yeah, even even if you, I mean, had somebody up there that was terrible, yeah. you you would just be like, God, this Jason, guy is terrible, and you would just like mute it or put music on. You're still gonna watch the game. Jason Witten was horrible and like didn't affect any ratings. People still watch. Right? No, you're gonna watch. Yeah. I mean, like I said, worst case scenario, you just mute it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to hear this. Mute it. Seventeen million. Nah. But good for him. Well, CBS got those pockets. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the money's there. Exactly. To them, it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah. The NFL is a product that we, that we are, you know, that we covet heavily. Like this is our baby. It makes us a lot of money. They pay billions for years for the rights. Yeah. What? What? Seventeen million. You're paying billions for the rights of this. And you're making how many born billions in advertising revenue? Oh right. my god. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it's not like in your opinion, it's not, he's not worth that. But I think when you just look at what they, what they can do, right? Like what he is considered, like he's, like you said, he's considered like the best color guy. Yeah. And he's really, really good. He is. You know, and you just can't go replace him. Like, especially, you just can't. Like, nope. there's just not another guy who can just, well, I'm going to just go get him real quick. Like, no. So. Yeah, he he just just a leverage. He had leverage, you know, because he could have gone anywhere and gotten paid. He could have gone with ESPN. He could have he could have got anything he wanted. So it was a big, it was it was cool. It was it was. Well, we're gonna go ahead and leave you on that note, folks. Uh, Richard, always a pleasure. Always, folks. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>